Hi, Michael. Hey, Morgan. How are you today? I'm so super. It's ridiculous. Good. I'm going to change that real quick. Okay. Uh, oh, good. So there's been a mix up here at the office. Oh, uh, it shit. Seems that your shit. education is not up to snuff. We expect <sighs> at least a doctorate to participate in these podcast uh, programming. I um, don't have a doctorate. I do have a certificate of completion from a trade school. So that's pretty close. Um, so I just to keep you on staff, we just have to have you complete this questionnaire. I am going to need you to write down all your answers oh and God. it is timed so i do need you to think, do that really quick do you think about how this will translate to a audio medium so michael's gonna write down his answers oh that i'm gonna give to him number one the 2004 film starring johnny depp finding blank land Ble- please give me the blank oh my god number two it's an informal contraction of going to what going to yeah an informal co- contraction of going to Got it? No, but uh, okay. What would be that? Going? Or? Don't? <laughs> what's a, what is a contraction of going to? We're just going to, I guess, skip over that one. I don't know what that means. An informal one, but that's fine. A gonna? There you go. Jeez, this is not looking good for keeping you on staff. I think we're going to have to cut off your paychecks. Number three, Michael. Yeah. The 1970s song, Drift Away. The singer wants you to... A, take, or B, give me the beat, boys. <laughs> okay. You got the answer there? Great. Let's move on. You're already behind. Number four, a female sheep. I already see where this is going. Uh, number six is a 2009 Pixar film with a question mm-hmm. about a questionable relationship between an old man and mm-hmm. a boy scout. I got it. Uh, number seven, uh, 1999. Wait, you forgot number six. It's never. No, number seven. Okay, well, so there is no number six. Got it. Oh, I skipped over five. I'm bad at... <laughs> see? All right, here we go. Next one. Next question. Oh, my goodness. Is 19, it's a 1999 rom-com starring Drew Barrymore. Blink, Ben Kissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight is a hit song by the Proclaimers. I'm Blank B, otherwise mm-hmm. known as 500 Miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, num- the next question is going to be, what suffix do the following have in common? Ink, brace, bra, in. I don't know. Brace, ank, bra, in. What would be a suffix for any of those things? I'm going to get you another. This is not working out for anybody. I get it. You're doing, you're rickrolling me. Michael. (laughs) Michael, Michael, Michael. Yes. Start the show. (laughs) You didn't even have me do the thing. Well, do you want me to read out what the answers were? Well, we can now that we're in the show. Never gonna give you. A I think our listeners are smart enough to know. Never gonna let was gonna be the other one. Also, the next question was gonna be what letter comes between T and a. V. T and V. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this game at all. <laughs> I'm Rick rolling you. I I know, but it was so long. Also, what is the antonym of up? You should have had <laughs> you should have had the listeners play along and then have them write down the answers instead of me write down wow. the answers. Wow. But I wanted to Rick roll you. <laughs> well, you did. Hi Michael. Hey Morgan. Are we starting We're over? We're starting over again.
what what's the uh what's our cold open for today i'm just kidding we did it i got yeah, it Yeah, we're not doing it again hello and welcome to bad reception whether the critics hated it the audiences ignored it or the network pulled the plug we're here to try to make the best of bad tv i'm one of your hosts my name is mike my name is morgan hey morgan what uh what are we doing today i've already forgotten what we discussed well that's good because guess what what chicken butt you know why your booty's dry. You know what you need? Booty cream. If you are new to the podcast, what we're it's so hard to read it. It's so far away. That was so stunted. It was like you were reading it phonetically. Okay. If you're new to the podcast, what we're gonna do is watch a canceled TV show that we've never seen and know pretty much nothing about. But first we're gonna give our completely uneducated thoughts and predictions. All right, so If you've been following along with the podcast the last few weeks, we've had three real big stinkers in a row. Big old fat smelly stinkers. We did. Do you even remember what we did? Couldn't even tell you. I know we watched a dumb superhero show last week. Uh, We watched a dumb superhero show two weeks before that, too. Oh, yeah. It was Alien Boy Uh from the planet Jarmax. That's correct. We watched Powers of Matthew Starr. And then there was a a Jenna, Jenna Elfman show in there somewhere, right? Well, ways back. I'm not counting that. Oh, boy, that one was the one real that you, bad. The one that you didn't forget is the worst show I've ever seen in my entire life, which is Lance, Lancelot Link's Secret Um Champ. I think we have differing views on what is awful and amazing. So... Do you, I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry, God. Michael. We just have to... How many shows have you seen that take seven and a half minutes to show your protagonist... eating spaghetti. Breakfast spaghetti. <laughs> breakfast spaghetti. Have you ever seen that before? I can't say that I have. Okay. If that's the criteria, then literally everything on that show. My case rests, Your Honor. Everything on that show was amazing because I've you never can't seen handle the truth. They didn't even have a monkey playing baseball, which is something that I have seen before. How in about? The movie Ed. Well, have you ever seen a monkey check in <laughs> to a hotel? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure he's an orangutan in Dunstan checks in. So, have you, you ever go. seen a monkey join a horde of eleven other monkeys in <laughs> that movie? In something that had to do with time travel, and Bruce Willis is in it too. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt. Yeah, and he's got weird Did you forget until I said that? Yeah, I did. I forgot. Uh, What are we doing, Michael? Oh, my goodness. We are going to watch a show that I was curious about watching for reals, not even just for this podcast. So this is just an excuse to watch it. Pretty much, yeah. I I wanted to do something that is potentially entertaining potentially good which is always dangerous for this show because if it's good i don't know what we're gonna talk about so it's gonna be a real shorty (laughs) but we'll see so we're watching a show called harper's island longtime listeners know that me and morgan are big horror fans this is a horror tv show so i think that'll be fun and it's supposed to be good and people liked it and doing a little bit of research right now for the show it looks like it may or may not have actually only supposed to be one season but i don't care we're still going to do it for this show we're it only gonna... lasted one season whether or not it was supposed to or not i don't know we're just going to pretend that cbs came in cbs uh it is yeah cbs came in just yanked the rug underneath this production well i think it i think that is what happened because it does say cbs canceled the series so they must have been like at the very least it was going to be like american horror story where it'd be like every year on harper's island there's a new story that kind of deal i'm glad that they got the um the the announcer from snl to do (laughs) 
the programming lineup. Yeah, everybody knows that uh, uh, Don Pardo is the scariest voice in TV. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> that was a horrible, Thank horrible you. impression. Thank you, Michael. All right. So I know not not very much about this show, and I'm trying not to learn. <laughs> very not much. <laughs> I'm trying not to learn anything because it's a show that is, uh, I think people die on the show. <gasps> Like, where it's a surprise, you don't know who's going to die. Like, anybody could die any week. It's a real Game of Thrones type situation. I was going to say, that's a hot button issue right now. But Something big's happening tonight, by the way. Oh, yeah. Tonight, yeah, everyone is, everyone is indoors. They are l- battening the hatches because it's well, a it's big gonna be, battle. It's going to be old news by the time they listen to this. I don't care. Remember, remember in the first season of Game of Thrones when they killed the guy that comes up first in the opening credit sequence? Remember Whoa, that? Spoilers for season one of for Game of Thrones. Shinbin. Okay, so Harper's Island. What is this <laughs> about, Michael? Michael, what is Harper's Island? It's an island probably owned by Harper, otherwise known as Harper's Island. That is a long way of saying nothing. Yes. All right, let's go watch the show. No, what? You didn't do anything. Um, is this based on a book? Do you know? Is this based off of anything prior to? Nope, but it was co-created by John Turtletop. Do you know who John Turtletop is? Nobody's got a funny name. <laughs> He's uh, Nicolas Cage's childhood friend, and he directed National Treasure and lots of other movies, too. Oh. But I always know him from that he directed National <laughs> That he Bird. was Nick Cage's childhood friend. Uh-huh, that's pretty much what I know from him. Uh, his middle name is Charles. Let's just talk about John Turtletop. Turtletop. Welcome to Turtletop. Turtletop talk. talk. Oh, he directed three ninjas and cool runnings. <gasps> and while you were sleeping, man, this guy's like a national right, treasure. I was gonna. Uh, ah! Oh, and he just directed the Meg. Yeah, oh, he, we haven't watched that yet. Let's just watch the Meg. Okay, so Harper's Island is spooky. It's a real whodunit. Yeah, I'm thinking this is going to be like, uh, what's it called? Uh, and then there were none. Agatha Christie, Ten Little oh, Indians. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Really? Are we thinking it's more like the mystery, yeah. less of the horror? You sold me on horror. I just want you to know that. Well, it's a horror. It's like I think it's going to be like people are getting slashed up, hacked up, and, 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 and oh. stabbed. So like slasher. Not That's what like, I said. But not like... like uh, not a man in a mask? No, I was thinking maybe like we don't. Oh God! Can we talk about guys? I think about probably once a month that's the man man in the iron mask, the iron mask. That scene, just the moment when they take it off (laughs) of Leonardo DiCaprio's face, and he's got like gross hair matted to his face. I think about that often. Usually when I'm waking up in the morning, because it kind of looked like that. Anyway, so. Where was I with what? this? Why did you just have a tangent about the man with the Iron Man? Because it came to my head that I think about it quite often when I wake up do in the morning. Do you really? I do. That's very weird. It's very Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't remember a single frame from the man in the Iron Man. There's two Leonardo DiCaprios in that movie. Yeah. I, two of them. I what is know. that movie even about? It's like know. a Prince and the Pauper situation. I don't know. I watched it in, in like history class because I'm sure because there's some bullshit like half asked true story built in there same reason why i watched what's that antonio banderas movie oh uh 13th warrior yeah they're like it's like grendelwald well no what's beowulf, it's beowulf yeah. yeah 
get you know that, the Walt is the character from it, so I guess I wasn't. I thought know it was that, coming uh, out something ridiculous. That's based on a book by Michael Crichton, and that he was dared to write a book, that an entertaining book based on beowulf like they were like you can't make nobody can do an entertaining version of beowulf and so that's why i don't think our listeners know that you're a big Crichton head in fact (laughs) in fact what are you wearing right now i'm wearing my jurassic park t-shirt so harper's island and it says based on the novel by michael Crichton because i'm aka god (laughs) i'm not even a big michael Crichton fan i I have read jurassic park though you're like westworld fantastic anywho harper's island we're thinking it's big slasher city so is there gonna be a masked slasher man no i think it's gonna be a real whodunit people are dying left and right well that would be the where the mask came in no but i don't think we're seeing i don't think we're seeing the actual deaths it's gonna be all off screen you think? i think it's gonna be all off screen and we're gonna it's gonna be like a like an i'm picturing like a new england kind of nantucket kind of social um for sure place setting where we're introduced to i'm gonna say at least 22 characters and we're all gonna be like who is it who is it any one of them can die and they're gonna if they're gonna set up one of the characters to be the main character right now and they're gonna die they're gonna die and i'm gonna tell you right now it's the guy who owns the bait shop he's the one he did it yeah this is gonna be a lot like scooby-doo is it gonna be like they think that there's ghosts but really it's just the old cranky man that sells bicycles i don't know what happens do you think turtle top would do that to us michael Michael, do you really believe that Turtle Tob would do us like that? Like, just really fuck us like that? Do you yeah, think well. Turtle Tob would just come in here, dick swinging? <laughs> Michael, what do you think the show's about? I don't know. <laughs> um, I think that there's going to be... I don't know. I think there's going to be cool killings. I think that there <gasps> going to be cool killings. Cool, cool runnings. runnings. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Feel the knife. Ah. Ah. In your back. Do you think it's going to be uh, like stabby? Or do you think it's going to be like chainsawy? Or do you think there's going to, is it going to be sawy? Like there's going to be traps? Do you think there's going to be secret traps? I kind of feel like it's going to be stabby or maybe poison. No, I think, or it could be more like ritualistic. I think that would be scarier because you did tell me this was horror, and I'm gonna believe that it is more on the horror side of things. Or what if it's a killer that uses a bow and arrow? Have you ever seen that? That's boring. Yeah, Robin Hood, <laughs> starring Kevin Costner. He's not. A, he's not a serial killer. Uh, depends on your yeah. view of things, Michael. I'm pretty sure he's going around killing people. Does Robin Hood kill a lot of people? I feel like he's got it. If you're gonna you, uh, I most, think, I most, thought he steals from the rich and he gives to the poor. Yeah, but how many he uh, steals their lives? How many and burglaries? Gives their bodies to the poor for food and in death. I'm sure a lot. Probably at least 96. percent Do not check on that. <laughs> it's not true. No, I'm pretty sure I saw it on the news. All right, so there's gonna be this spooky. Smokily, smokily. What's it? Uh, cloudy. <laughs> Did you just turn into uh, <laughs> what's his name? Hokely Pokely. <laughs> I don't know. What is that? The Heidi Ho. Ne- no, uh, Ned Flanders. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I'm pretty what's, sure you just did. It was what weird. Is it, what is it called? Uh, Misty. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a Misty Island, and there's going to be, what do you think, like 20 somethings? Or is it going to be no. like a range? I think we're going to get like a full old range. old people. What if it's all mega old people? They go there to die. And then they, they're they just dying off naturally. But they're playing it like it's a scary thing. Like, why do these people keep dying? I don't know why you're putting this on the podcast. Because I'm pretty sure that should be our next film. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> that everybody thinks that there's a serial killer, but it's really just that yeah. everybody's dying of old age. It's like the Marigold Hotel meets Friday the 13th. Shining. What do you think? <laughs> Okay, anyway, so we range of people, New England Island, people are dying off. You're thinking more, are you thinking more Friday the 13th? I'm thinking more ritualistic, a la True Detective. Oh, like it's going to be like they're summoning the devil? Or just like weird deaths, like and we're because leaving behind trophies. Could be, Wait, or a Wendigo. Trophies? What? Like the bodies are not just like... It's not like, oh, there's a dead body. It's like they're Oh, they're like, like presented up. In yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like Hannibal 2, right? Hannibal 2? Hannibal 2, the sequel. That's my favorite. Oh, boy. Um, specific things? Speci- yeah, what, what specifically? Yeah. Um, I think there's specifically going to be, this is very imperative to the story, somebody is going to, um, there's going to be a new person in town, right? That's how this is going to start off. That's how we get introduced. Is it John Mulaney? Fucking, if John Mulaney's in this. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to die tonight because it's a oh, fucking God. I, guys, guys, can we talk about John Mulaney for a second? We got to do his show sometime, too. That got canceled oh, that really got quick. Canceled real quick. If if there was a way for my body to physically support a six foot four fully grown man into my uterus so then I could Gross. rebirth him, it would be John Mulaney. I want him to be my son. It's a weird feeling that I have for him. Also, he's older than you. So. I don't care. I want to birth him. Anyway, there's going to be a scene. We're getting introduced. We're going to learn the whole exposition is going to come through our new, our, our main character, who's going to be the new person in town. And they're going to go to the local diner and they're going to order clam chowder and they're going to give it to them the best way to have it. New England style. And then this guy, this motherfucker is going to be like, oh, I thought it was going to be Manhattan. So he's going to, and that's going to be like, like everyone in the diner is going to put down their spoons and like, it's going to be a record scratching moment where they're all like, Manhattan. Manhattan, that's the Pace red one. Picante. Yeah, it's the gross one. Who would ever want that? I don't want any chowder. You can I'm keep, sorry. Hey, New you England chowder? Hello? All you chowder heads out there? I'm doing my early recommendation. You get yourself over to San Francisco, go to Bodine, get a deliciously fresh breaked, breaked bread. What is happening today? I don't know. Anyway, Michael, give me a specific thing. All right. <laughs> I'm tired. I know. I feel like I'm all over the place. Okay. So I'm going to channel Tiff. Remember when oh I rickrolled you? <laughs> yes, I remember. You're going to channel Tiff? Are you going to yeah. say aliens? Yes. I was going to say, what if there are aliens? What if it sets it up like it's going to be a slasher movie, but then there's at the end of episode one, there's going to be a spaceship and it's going to come down and it's gonna, we're going to see it like uh, abduct somebody and then it's going to turn into the thing because then the, the, he can take on the the body of any of the people on the island yeah that's what it's going to be is that he the aliens are going to come and they can shapeshift and they can look just like the people on the island but they're also eating them because aliens eat people yeah but are they leaving behind bodies or are we just saying I the just people said are disappearing they them. yeah but are they like hooking hooking the hooking are they hooking? <laughs> are they hooking the the skeletals out the, oh, they the portal? Oh, they eat the bones. Then how? Are, they eat everything. They're not a wasteful. So culture. then, but that's fine. Then that means we're just having disappearances and not bodies. We're not coming across bodies. Then yeah, but there's blood. There's lots of blood and skeletons. I want there to be skeletons. They okay. don't eat the bones. Okay, so they, they're a little wasteful. So they're gonna huck the the, the bones out. Yeah, the they do space like portal. Heathcliff. Uh-huh. They put the they put them in their mouth and then they suck the bones out. Yeah, like a fish. Uh, for the listeners at home, that is our uh, mandatory one Heathcliff <laughs> reference per app. 
<laughs> We're big Heathcliff fans. <laughs> All right, Michael. Let's All right, let's this watch thing. this show. We'll be right back. Me. This is Harper's Island. On April 9th, a group of family and friends will come here for a celebration. What they don't know is there's a killer among them. Everyone could be a victim. Anyone could be a suspect. It's an event unlike anything you've ever experienced. And on July 2nd, the mystery will be solved. One by one. One by one. And we're back. We just took a trip. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. We just took a spooky boat ride to Harper's Island. I don't know what these hand gestures you're doing are supposed to invoke but it's not spooky they're supposed to invoke fear in your heart i guess in a way it is kind of predatory but not in the way that you want it to be it looks more like like i'm playing the piano an invisible it looks more like you have to have 50 yards between yourself and an elementary school michael we just watched harper's yes everybody knows they they, they know we watched it what okay. do we watch? We watch Harper's Island. Thank you. Okay. So this is going to be interesting to talk about because the show could have just been called A Fuck Ton of People Go to an Island. Uh, there are like You can't 50 put that on a t-shirt though. Main characters. And it's this episode is mostly setting up each, all, each and all the characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess let's just go through it. There's no way we could possibly do this in order. Like... No. I'm not going to remember what happened when or what. There's th- this is going to be a hard recap. Uh, I'm I I didn't do any notes and I don't think even taking notes would have helped. Yeah, I don't think so and also who want who cares? I don't think anyone's going to care that much. No, let's just talk about what the show is. Yeah. So the show <laughs> is, is uh first up we really we fucked up on the coastline, guys. Oh, we were guys, all, we we're about the three thousand miles off. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? We got too specific when we should have gotten more Pacific. Pacific. That's our new podcast. Please look out for it this spring. It's in the PNW, the Pacific Northwest. Gross. Anyway, it is off the coast of Seattle, twenty-two miles to be precise. Was it twenty-two? I think so. Okay. So 22 miles uh, off the coast of Seattle. If we send people on their boats towards 22 miles away from Seattle. I'm sure they're going to find nothing because this place doesn't <laughs> exist, Michael. It is. It's super real. I, I looked it up and it said this is 100% based on true story. Super real island is what it's called. Okay. Anyway, so we learn in text over the PNW coastline and lighthouses in the ilk that Seven years ago, John Wakefield murdered six people. It was the first murder on the island until now. No, it said it won't be the last. Oh, um, well, whatever. Just whatever. Anyway, so that's what we open up on. And, and then, it, show, well, it shows what happened is that the people got murdered and then yeah, hung from a tree. It's pretty spooky because like, they're not just like some of them are like, you know, what you would expect. Murdered? Hung, like like by their necks but some are like 
spread eagled out, which is pretty spooky because mm-hmm. it also looks like they were like hung up by moss, not just like ropes and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks kind of like what you were saying, where it's so, sort of ritualistic, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. We'll get to that maybe later. And then we cut immediately into the first of not one, not two, not three, but not 57. four. But a million and five. No, seven to be precise. And top 40s, but not really top 40s. It's wannabe top 40s. There's a couple of genuine songs that I knew. They were genuine. The first or second did you feel song things? is <laughs> yeah, I, I felt I felt it in my bones. Mm-hmm. Um, Your boner. Yeah, I, you know I do. <laughs> One of the first songs that comes up is a Bush song, which maybe other people who don't like Bush wouldn't know that song, but I think it was a hit. Also, is it like from the Bush era? No, it's it's like a, a new Bush. Yeah, song. like a newer Bush song. And then uh, is it called Hey Poppy? <laughs> That's for fans of We Hate Movies. It's not me, apparently, because I don't even get it. <laughs> Never mind. So, and then later there's a, there was a pop song that I knew from the radio. Yeah, it, we just, we just, it's one of those things where it's really frustrating because it feels like they're trying to be at first organic with the music. And then it's like, no, we're distracting from the terrible dialogue and awkward chemistry. Well, it's just, it's just like Dawson's Creek music. Like It is. I wrote down, I was like thinking, this is like, we just keep cutting from um whatever like mystery thriller mm-hmm. into dawson's creek that's what the show is it's 50 percent mystery 50 percent dawson creek dawson's mm-hmm. creek and if you've ever watched that scary episode of dawson's creek it's exactly like that hey don't know what you're talking about fun fact don't think i've ever seen a full episode of dawson's creek oh, the first season of dawson's creek is legitimately so good and i I know you're like, oh, it's good in that shitty way that you like garbage. It's actually really good. And then the second season, it turns into like the soapy garbage show that people think of it as. But the first season's really cool because it's all about like how much he loves making movies. And it's written by Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And the cast is great. It has fucking Michelle Williams on it. Anyway, so Harper's Island, not Dawson's Creek. <laughs> but it does feel very Dawson's Creek when they it play is. those when the songs play behind. When the songs the... play and then plus it's like really generic looking, pretty predominantly white people. Yeah. They it's have one black guy. Where... Like, like it was like you have to have somebody of color on the show. I feel really bad for that guy he he's... has almost no part. Yeah. We don't know who he is. <laughs> he has no defining character traits other than the fact that he is one person of color. Mm-hmm. Anywho, okay, so we are on a boat. On a boat. Isn't that a song? Yeah, we were, we're, we were both. We're we both, going to a boat. We both had a look of panic in our eyes. Like, what is that Lonely uh, Island song? Yeah, what is it? Is it I'm on a boat? I'm on a boat. I have a boat? I think it's... Let's all get a boat? Hey, there's boats for people to have. It's me, Andy Samberg. <laughs> I know that there's a such line. a good Sandberg impression. Yeah, yeah, and uh, T Pain's there, and there's a line about I'm in my flippy floppies when mm-hmm. you're out straight making copies. Sure, and that's the end of that bit. <laughs> you guys, all do you guys remember that? Hey, this is a heavy SNL uh, episode. We're, we're laying on our our not very good knowledge of <laughs> SNL. Hey, life. hey, you, you know who you know who was also on SNL? Will Ferrell. <laughs> Boats and hoes. <laughs> That's from Mike's favorite movie of no. all time, Step Brothers. Don't like that movie. Hey, Michael. Yeah, it's the motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. I know everybody loves it. I don't like Step Brothers. Let's get let's get to this show. <laughs> okay, so here's the here's here it is here this is. There's a wedding. There's rich white people 
who are having a week-long dumb white people wedding, which just seems really... It's inconsiderate for your guests to be like, you have to take a fucking week off. Your one vacation a year is dedicated to my goddamn day. Everybody seems to be totally fine with it. And it doesn't seem like anybody had issues getting time off work. It's because they're polite. It's how I would do it. I'd be like there, but also like, cool, I don't get to go do the thing I want to do for another year. You would go to this week-long wedding on an island. No. No, you wouldn't. So we're on a boat. We're waiting for people to show up to get onto the boat because we are in Seattle currently, but we need to be all on the boat to then go to the island, which is 22 miles away, where we're going to have the week-long festivities. By the way, this is a large boat, like a yacht boat, not a paddle boat. They are wealthy people. It's not a rowboat that this whole family is getting into. So we're going to get, we're going to just like blow through the generic oatmeal looking people. We get we have our main character whose name I didn't catch. Abby Mills. Okay, her yes, but I was gonna set up her the the wedding. Who? Oh, who's whose the, wedding it is? That's yeah. that's Trish Wellington and that's Katie Cassidy. That's the one famous person on the show. Oh, I was talking about the person who I knew was the sister of hers. I don't know. Who cool. This. Glad we're having Does she that even on have air. A sister? Who's her sister? It's the the mother of the creepy girl who's my favorite character. She's not even listed on here. She looks super familiar. doesn't matter. So we've got one guy who Mike was like, hey, he kind of looks like John Mulaney, just in the fact that he looks like a goob. Well, he's, got well, he's a hair. tall, skinny white guy. He's got that kind of goofy face, and he's got big ears. Like, it was a lot of things that were lining up with John Mulaney. He could be like John Mulaney's cousin. Okay, so John Mulaney's cousin is getting married, too. And he's kind of, we learn, is like a podunk dude. He comes from a uh, meager background. Yeah, they kind of like make fun of him right the 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 local islanders are like oh he he's doesn't live on the island but he used to spend summers here like washing the boats like that was a summer job is coming out to be a boat washer boat washer you know a regular old boat washer we know all the terms we know all the boating terms there's starboard there's starburst walking the plank westward so the plank is that's a big one crow's nest a um, lot of pirate ones gang 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 gangway. game style um <laughs> i learned that that was i didn't know that until i went to new york this past i don't want to brag but <laughs> i got on a boat in new york this past summer uh and i learned that's where gangway comes from is the that's what you get on to to get on that's the thing that gets you onto the boat it's a gangway it's the gangway so why do you say gangway yeah like because you're running up onto the boat anyway so <laughs> but doesn't that mean like get out of my way yeah because you gotta get on the boat so you just say the name of the thing that gets you on the boat or i guess the thing that you're getting off the boat so you can go murder people who knows anyway so john mulaney's cousin <laughs> he's he's there he's uh um, he's there is a good description of this guy <laughs> i think he's there or she's there works for every character on this show um he's marrying a rich lady whose name is i just said trish wellington Trish Wellington. Wait, then who's Katie Cassidy? That's who he's marrying. Okay. So Katie Cassidy is who he's marrying. Yeah. Her name's Trish. Her name is Trish. Oh boy. So Trish. Yeah, I didn't I'm only I'm looking at a list of the characters right now because I there's no way I would remember I, any of their names. Do you not even remember? The only person I remember was Abby, who's the people the only she's, person we care about. She's the main character. Yeah. So Trish, she's a rich rich girl in has a song go. You know, hollow uh-huh. notes. <laughs> That's how it goes. And it's a bitch girl and i know that because because i'm always like that's crazy they just say it's a bitch in that song well you know john oates 
Daryl Hall and John Oates. Okay, there we go. Garfunkel and Oates. Anyway, so she's rich and her dad is very judgy and very judgy of John Mulaney's cousin's friends showing up because they show up with not Jack Black, the only person of color, and then Jonah Ray, basically. Uh, with, I don't even know who the Jonah Ray one was. He didn't even talk. He okay. was just in the background. Just some guy standing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that guy is like totally, he always shows up in like these uh, Jack Black light characters where it's like, we need somebody to to be the we need jack black but yeah. we do not have the money <laughs> we need a chubby guy that can kind of be the uh the high energy goofball friend like you know he's if he didn't get spoiler alert he did not get murdered in this episode he's probably getting murdered in the next one like Pretty that guy's soon. dying soon yeah anyway they show up with a, a ice cooler full of beers because yeah. that's that's to show that they're low cal- low class is it yeah uh, or like that they're just like chill as hell no because her sister makes a comment like i love people who show up to a party with their own beers like ugh, look at those poor people oh i thought she was being serious I thought no. she was like Mm-mm. i thought she was like hey these guys are cool they know what's going on they no, brought no, no. their own beers she was being super judgy mcjudgerson okay anyway so that's the dynamic it's a wedding we're waiting for people to get onto the boat now into our main character abby Abby, we learned through some very handy, heavy-handed exposition by the cab driver who's yeah. missing an eyeball for some goddamn reason. I know. I was like, is this guy going to come back? Or was that just like this guy had recently been stabbed in the eye? Because it wasn't an eye patch. It was like gauze over his eye. Yeah. Like somebody recently excavated his eyeball from yeah. his head. Was that to like be like, oh, Seattle's bad news right now? I don't think so. Is that so. what we're supposed to become from it? Anyway, we learned that one of the people murdered on the island dur- during that murder spree by John was Wakefield her mom. seven years prior was her mom. But yeah, he's like, hmm, you you sure do look familiar. And then she's like, I don't know. And then he's like, mind you, again, this is a Seattle cabbie, not a cabbie 22 miles out on the island. Yeah. So this could have, this is in a city of millions. He just is like, don't you look familiar from somewhere? And she's like, no, I don't know, whatever. And then he's like, yeah, didn't your mom get mega murdered? I'm calling shenanigans is all I'm saying. So she kind of looks like she's got the, she doesn't look like this, but she's got kind of a, she kind of looks like a Sarah Silverman, kind of. No. Kind of. Um, but she has a Lily Taylor kind of um vibe a little bit i don't think she looks like lily taylor no she doesn't look like lily but she's got that kind of yeah she's got the kind of vibe but like Like with maybe like kind of a little bit mixed with rachel mcadams a little bit maybe a little bit yeah but yeah so this actress is named elaine cassidy and she's not no relation to katie cassidy that's weird and i'm almost certain that she is either british or australian because she was was fighting yeah she was fighting some words in there um she's i don't know she was really pretty though i thought she was a a good but not classically she's got a a unique look about yeah i guess more like an interesting look yeah like my girlfriend, Sarah Silverman. Uh-huh. Anyway, so... I think people would say Sarah Silverman was I just traditionally her, attractive. I love her so much. Anyway. Anyway. So we learn... So she gets... She talks herself up. She gets on the boat. We learn that she is not John Mulaney's best friend. Right. Which she also says in a very awkward way. He's like, why are you going to this wedding? And she's like, well, you know the groom? He's my good Childhood. best friend growing up. Yeah. And I was like... Why would you phrase it that way? Uh, Just be like, my friend is getting married. Yeah. This guy doesn't know who the groom is. (laughs) It's specifically so the audience knows, like, she's not talking about the girl. She's talking about the boy. Yeah. It's And they're friends, even though they're a boy and a girl. But we could have solved this on the 
boat with the more, <laughs> like in a more organic way with the people involved. Yeah, the opening of this show I was a little bit rocky on because this uh, some of the writing and some of the performances not up to snuff. No, okay, so uh, people are on the on the boat. Great, cool. On the boat. Finally, something cool happens. Um, we the hoity-toity Mister Rich Man, who's the f- father of the bride. He's a character actor that's in like a ton of stuff. Think of a wealthy white dude. You got him. Okay, he's like we gotta, we have to, we have to start moving along. But you should also think of like a kind of evil-looking white dude. Yeah, he's got like a, he's got that evil. Look. He's got money, and he's, he's gonna use it for ne- nefarious means. He's one of the main characters in Hostel Two, who plays a rich guy who likes to murder people for fun. So that's the kind of guy that he looks like. And he could be the murderer. We don't know. Um, he goes up to his R- Richie Rich daughter and is like, "Where's your cousin Ben?" And they're waiting on cousin Ben. Ben's not there. Fucking Ben. Fucking Ben. Jesus. And she's like, "I haven't seen him." Then cut to underneath the boat, or maybe a single shot going underneath the boat. I don't remember. Who knows? Um, we get we get to underneath the boat, and there's this dude that's just tied up under there, and he's has a oxygen mask. So I was like, "Oh, maybe it will be like Saw because this is like almost like a puzzle thing, like where yeah. you're like, okay, well, he didn't want to drown him. He gave him the scuba mask. He or she." Morgan. Equal Um, opportunity. It's 2019 uh, or 2009. It's 2009. We didn't even say that. This show came out in 2009. I I guess it might. It feels like it's from before then, though, with the haircuts and the style. I think this is just like the tail end of that. I mean, 2009. So it feels more like 2005, though. Okay, but the way it looks, it's lingering. I mean, it's still network. I feel like network has a little while to catch up with. The Midwest just got Delia's. Like they're just now in the mix. (laughs) Anyway, and feathered whatever that haircut is like the free bieber bieber <laughs> pre bieber bieber mm-hmm. so this guy's tied up underneath the boat he's got a scuba mask so that he doesn't die or he doesn't choke no not choke drown there you go <laughs> choke on choke on water <laughs> until you die i mean that's not <laughs> wrong that's what drowning is it was just a weird way of saying it and he's we see that he's like right next to the propeller and then is there like a scene between there or does it just cut to like hey I guess Ben's not coming. Fire up the engines. Uh, yeah, I think she. We cut back up to the deck where she's trying to get a hold of Ben and goes to voicemail. And then, she's oh yeah, like, he's like, "Well, should we wait?" And she's like, "No, he'll get out to the island on his own." And then it cuts when she's calling him. It cuts to Ben, and we see that he has his phone on him, but he has it on a fucking belt clip. And I was like, "Goodbye, Ben. You deserve to die. You got your phone on a belt clip." Yeah, I mean, again, and then he got himself under a boat. So <laughs> yeah, yeah Morgan was like. What's this idiot doing on the bottom of a boat anyway? <laughs> um, so dad gives the all clear for the... Mm-hmm. They, they give the international sign s- for turning on a propeller, which is spinning your finger around. Yeah, let's roll is what he... It's the international mm-hmm. soul, soul, soul sign for let's roll. Um, I was about to say the boat driver, but I do believe... He's a captain. He's a captain. For those of you plebes out there who don't know anything about boats... We're boat experts. We're big boat heads. And so if we're saying some technical jargon that you're just not picking up on, a captain, for instance... <laughs> Is it's like, a boat driver. It's a boat driver. So he gets cut up real good. Real good, ben. Wow. You're just gonna... This is like one of two interesting things that happens. And you're just like, anyway, he gets cut up. And no, we need to at least go on it a little bit. It's pretty cool. It's unfortunate that this is CBS, so we don't get to actually see him get chopped up. But it does like have him get really close to it. And he's like, ah! And then we cut to the water, and then the water turns all red. Red, yeah. Which, again, but it's like the redder... 
propeller, propeller. rudder is the thing that makes a turn. turn. Okay, so the propeller yeah. is... You're just saying this for the listeners. Yeah, so I'm breaking it down for you guys. Let's really... <laughs> so, but the propeller is coming off the back of the boat, for those of you that's where the That's where the propeller goes on the boat. That's where it goes. Um, but there's tons of people hanging off the back of it. Mm-hmm, and none of them see... Nobody see the, the massacre. They're just like, oh, somebody dropped Kool-Aid in the water. Which, I mean... I mean, could be. Okay, so we're now heading out to the island. We show up at the island. And there's a mega mansion on this island that they're all staying at, right? Yeah, but or is it a hotel? I think it's. I think it's probably like a B and B. Yeah, it's a little bit both. Yeah. Again, I know you people don't understand. That stands for bed and breakfast. Listen, Um, we know a lot of stuff about things. Before we get to that. We just need to establish some of the the character elements of Abby. So she gets off the boat, and then there's a fishmonger who's right next to the boat. Uh, I guess that's where they hang out. He's like, hey, babe, what's up? And he should be the main guy because he's a lot more charming than uh, not John John Mulaney's cousin. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, we learn. He's definitely going to be her romantic interest in the show, or he's going to die. He's probably going to die. She's going to finally like admit to him that she loves him, and then he's going to be like, <laughs> anyway, so cool. Should we learn we get a little more texture that she's like a local girl. Yeah, she and grew lo- up there and she and left she has her own, life behind. And she hasn't been back. She, yeah. This is her first time back and she's like really didn't want to come, but because she loves her best bud so much, she was like, Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah. And so already first thing off the boat, she's running into people that she knows mm-hmm. and she's just like I don't know, I guess she's, like, glad to see him, or is she playing it cool for right now? No, I think she's happy to see him. I think it's probably a bittersweet thing of, like, she left all of her memories in her life behind, but she had to because she couldn't, like, that's that's a tough pill to swallow, knowing mm-hmm. that your mother was massacred. Cool. Also, so she's supposed to be, like, because it made, it made it sound like she was young when this happened, but it's only been seven years. So how old are these people supposed to be? Well, I, they're probably in their 20s, in their early 20s. All right. Uh, Morgan, surprise, got a new new segment for okay, you. Okay, what is it? Yeah, by the way, we have to get going on this episode. We're Jesus. already halfway through. Okay, so uh, this week, since we're doing this slasher movie, I think I'm going to have you, on a scale of 1 to 10, and any other interesting things that you want to say, I want you to tell me how scary a serial killer or murderer from a movie would be if they were chasing you in real life. Number one, Jason Voorhees. Uh, I'm going to go with six or seven on that one. Let's say 6.5. Okay. Where, where, where are we getting this number from? Um, why, I mean, why is he not that scary? Why is he only pretty scary? Because he, in line with another person that I'm sure you're going to name, doesn't move that fast. So I feel like if I'm, if I'm going to be the, I'm, I'm pl- casting myself as the good girl uh-huh. or again, on, in line with this other person that I'm talking with, the Lori Strode. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm going to be able to outsmart this motherfucker. Okay. You think he's too dumb to be truly scary? Yeah. Okay. And so, too slow. Too dumb, too slow. So you're going to put Michael Myers in the same category? Uh, yeah. I might even knock Mike down a little bit. Ouch. To five. To five? Yeah. He's imposing, but again, so goddamn slow. Yeah, as long as you don't trip, you're okay. Yeah, I gotta just, you know, stay the course. But as long as you don't go camping, you're okay with Jason. And you don't go camping very much. I don't, but they're in cabins. I'm okay with cabins, in theory. <laughs> okay. How about Frederick Krueger? Now that, Freddy Krueger's? Yeah. I'm gonna go with like an eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty scary. Because if there's one thing you know about me, what is it? That you don't like dream monsters. 
I love to sleep. <laughs> I love to sleep. And that would that would dampen the... Oh, uh, that would bum me out real hard. So Freddy's pretty high up there. Yeah. Um, how about Leprechaun? <laughs> um, He could be like a seven or an eight. Like unnerving? Unnerving. He's and very ugly and gross. He's, and, but, and also like a tricky bastard. Like I feel he's like smart. He, he's, he, he would, people don't play, you know, they don't give him enough credit. Mm-hmm, he's, a, mm-hmm. he's a smart trickster. I feel like me running my mouth would just like, that would It'll get you in a lot in. of yeah. trouble. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, And finally, Candyman. Oh, Michael, you can't even say, don't say his name again. Don't say it Morgan, again. you've got to rate Candyman. I'm off to go. With, oh, don't do it. Don't, not one more time. Why, Candyman? Eleven. You have to say Candyman five times. Eleven. <laughs> He's an eleven on this almost scale. All right, so that's that's an eleven for Candyman. No, stop it. <clears throat> I, I hate him so much. It's so he, scary. He came through the mirror and killed me with his hook. He's so scary. All right, let's get through this. Okay, so... We set up all the characters. Oh, no. And then we also have, uh, there's guy from Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, the, the blonde British guy from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt's in this. Which, he's like way younger, but he still looks exactly the same. Yep. Uh, he, <laughs> I would have thought that he would have been like too young to be on this show. Yeah, he almost feels older on this show than he does on Kimmy Schmidt. It's really weird. He looks the exact same. Yeah. Um, the chick from... So if if any if there are any dudes out there that are around the same age as me, there was this Carl's Jr. commercial that came out in like 2002 where it was this uh, girl riding on a mechanical bull eating a gross Carl's Jr. hamburger, and that was the whole commercial was just that. Uh, it's that girl. Her name is um, Cameron Richardson. She's so, in, she's in a lot of stuff, but that's what I always think of her from. Michael's leaving me for this woman. That's what I learned today. Well, she was rated uh, number 50 on Stuff Magazine's uh, Top Hottest Ladies Objectification Magazine. Cool. Go marry her then. Just go marry her and eat your gross mayonnaise burgers. Okay, so they're in this. They're rich, oity-toity people. Nothing really is going on with them. Uh, Well, yeah. He wants to ask her to marry him, but keeps getting foiled in his stupid ways that he decides he wants to ask her to marry him. The first time he... Get, draws a bubble bath and then has the ring underneath the bubbles. Oh, yeah. She, and he's like, I've got something to show you. And she's like, oh, is it big? And he's like, oh, well, I mean, now you got me kind of worried about it. And she leaves the room and then he reveals a very large ring. Which has, if it is a diamond, like the biggest fucking diamond I've ever seen. That would be like a 20000 or like $50,000 ring. $100,000 oh, ring. I was going to say, like close to like a million dollar ring. I don't ring. even know how much. A lot. It's a humongous diamond. How much is, I don't know how much rings yeah. cost. How, how much How much do diamonds cost, Michael? I don't know. This is my new segment. <laughs> uh, $100? Mm-hmm. Yep. Good job. Okay. So there are people. Uh, oh, uh, the guy from Veronica Mars is in this. uh, he's another tv there's so many like just like tv actor people a lot of like hey that guy he's from la law and yeah he was on veronica mars he just sort of is like your generic like older uh like kind of uh soap opera handsome yeah kind of guy he's Uh, he plays uh not john mulaney's uncle and he just looks like yeah he's going out for a lot of uncle roles at this point and he's supposed to be like the cool uncle. He, he's, he's the cool like uncle. The, it seems like maybe mom and dad got offed pretty early and and not John Mulaney's life, so he kind of <laughs> stepped in as a a faux father figure mm-hmm. for him and his brother. Um, who else? Who else is who on the else? show? Who else we got? Uh, We've got Rich Trish. Her sister is in this. <laughs> 
she doesn't have really a lot going on except she has a daughter her daughter is pretty cool but her introduction is pretty great into this okay yeah well let's talk about the little girl so there's a little girl in this who we first see like holding up a box to people and she takes up the lid and it's a fake like the bloody finger yeah. trick which is good that's yeah, fine her fingers the box but she's got it all bloodied up it looks, so it looks like there's a finger a like decapitated <laughs> a defingertated finger yeah and but it's not it's just a it's just a practical joke and there's a, like a lot that we hint at that this girl's probably disturbed mostly that we cut to her always in a dead stare dead stare and by herself and like and when she talks she talks like i am talking to you in a creepy kid voice so she's either the red herring or the murderer and i'm really hoping there's she's no the murderer way she's the murderer don't know she's gonna be the one don't that like know. figures it out is that everyone we want to talk about the uh, oh there's also i don't know who this character is so um there's this guy jd that the groom wants abby to go find oh he's that's like, his brother oh that's his brother that's his brother okay so he's like go find jd he's at the, he's probably fucking at the bar go look for him so yeah. she's like okay you're my friend i'll go do that so she goes down to the pool hall and then uh he is there right? yeah but he's being a, he's being fine like he's just drinking she like reconnects uh with the barkeep who's i guess a childhood friend as well who knows jd oh yeah 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 yeah, I don't know. No, nothing happens in this scene. She plays pool with the dude from the docks. Yeah, the fishmonger. And then this other guy comes up to JD and is like... Punking him. Yeah, he's like, what, you little bitch? What, yeah. does, he, what does he say? What is his problem? Well, because uh, JD like notices this oh, other girl. Yeah, and he's like... And compliments her tattoo. But he's like, he is being weird. He's just like zoning out, staring at the girl. And she's yeah. like, hey, take a picture. It'll fucking last longer, bitch. On CBS, guys. Can you believe that? <laughs> no, she's just like, hey, stop staring at me, creeper. And then he's like, oh, sorry. Nice tattoo. And then he shows that he has a tattoo. But it's not the same tattoo. I guess he's just like, hey. Well, it's they're, they're both flash art, heart tattoos. Okay. Flash art. Flash art. And then so when she sees the tattoo she's like oh hey what's up how are you doing and then this other dude comes over and he's like hey this girl used to be my girlfriend and, and I, like, I used to tattoo her oh yeah and that tattoo you're looking at i did that and you're like those are two bits of information that don't yeah what mean anything they don't match the tone that you're <laughs> presenting them with and then they get into a fight yeah i, I mean just because this dude is being a douchebag oh and then he grabs his head and he smashes it into the table yeah, yeah so this so the guy that's being a douchebag is just like all up in jd's face and then jd just gr- like snaps just snaps and smashes his face into the table which is but pretty cool. abby who was sent there to keep an eye on jd intervenes with her pool cue and then but she doesn't really she just like starts to and then somebody grabs the pool cue from her to stop her from like hitting the guy which and we learn is her papa and her papa is i don't know some guy no but he's the sheriff of oh he's the sheriff of yeah, the yeah, town yeah. Uh, i was like i don't know some dude with a beard looks like a trucker but he's he's the sheriff he's not a trucker yeah uh not that there's anything wrong with being a trucker morgan wow just alienated 85 <laughs> percent of our demo oh, that we should target truckers <gasps> that'd be great we should just name it to bad trucker reception that is a terrible idea, but if you want to write in on a better one, we um, are welcoming all suggestions. So, yeah, that's her dad. and Yeah, but we find out she didn't tell daddy that she was coming home and hasn't talked to dad basically oh, yeah. since she left the island. She was, like, afraid of running into her dad. Oh, we didn't even say. So when she first gets to the island, she goes right to the tree where all the murder murderers were hung. From. Not the murderers. The murdered. <laughs> Murderees. 
No, the murder red. <laughs> um, where ha- that's where they were hung. Uh, she went and and went to go see it because she was like, "Hey, at some point, I'm probably going to see this tree. I might as well get it out of the way to get all the ickiness out of my system." And then she's then she tells her friend, "Oh, also, I haven't seen my dad, and I hope I don't see him." So then we whoops, she sees him. She sees him anyway. So Sheriff Daddy, um, <laughs> have you seen that movie, <laughs> Sheriff Daddy? That sounds like a, a bad. Like sounds a like sexy starring movie. a Carradine. Um, oh, those are, they're sexy. Anyway, so there's there's just like a bunch of like little shitty, not not soap opera, kind of like just like teen drama. Yeah, it feels stuff. very teen drama y. It just is. It just shows all of the characters having these little moments of like trivial arguments between each other so except for then so here's a big plot though guys so trish rich gal yeah she keeps getting this phone call from hunter hunter something oh yeah so she's like i can't answer it can't answer it we're like oh we know that this is probably a piece on the side so finally she answers it and he's or no he sends a text message he's like you need to meet me in the hall right now so hunter is at their fucking wedding week she goes in the hall and they start making out right so she's cheating on not john mulaney with this guy and she's about to get motherfucking married but he's like whatever he was like whatever we need to still do things right what was his motivation who cares so i'm just saying that because uncle frank or whatever his name is Uh uh-huh uncle fun uncle fun dude he's out you know just having a night walk night walk you know how like when you're on on an island you just go for a walk at night with you know where there's no light and you're just out in the forest and you go over a creepy bridge like by yourself well before then though he uh he comes there's gonna be a creepy there's gonna be creepy ridge stay tuned um he comes across the rich dad and hunter Mm -hmm. and we find out rich dad is trying to break up the marriage before it happens oh i forgot about that because not john mulaney is not the pedigree that he would like for his daughter he thinks hunter is who he's been planting in his daughter's (laughs) bed if you know what i mean planting a flag in his daughter you know real i thought you were talking about the dad and hunter and i was like he's been planting hunter that would be fucking amazing that would be way better that he's this guy is sleeping both with, with a daughter and rich daddy oh man that's but no, no rich that's daddy rich daddy is trying to get hunter in there to break up uh yeah this well, seemed to be rich well, well. anyway so uncle fun dude is like he sees it and then calls out dad kind of for it later but then uncle fun dude is out for another late night stroll and goes across this creepy bridge but the bridge collapses collapses and he's like wedged he falls down where he's just like half half of his body is hanging down and the top half of his body is on top of it and uncle fun dude has been carrying around a gun for whatever reason oh i forgot about that and he had a whole huge briefcase full of money yeah who knows what uncle fun dude is up i guess we're never gonna know because guess what this dude gets cut in half yeah there's like you just hear a from like a sword from below him And Uncle Fun Dude's trying to shoot this guy below him, but yeah, then that was great. He pulls out his gun and just arbitrarily just starts shoots. shooting, like right next to his junk. And yeah, stuff. I was like, gonna be a real John Wayne Bobbitt situation. But we, the camera pulls out, and Uncle Fun Dude is just half a person, and it is pretty choice. Like yeah. this was mm, Chef's Kiss. Yeah. So, like I predicted, the kills were pretty cool. Got yeah. a propeller chopping the dude up. Guy getting cut in half on a bridge. Yeah. Both are pretty solid. And for a bloodless 
uh, CBS TV show. For those of you playing at home who uh, called Bridge Death. Um, Give yourself two points. Yeah, two points. That was a good call. From us to you. Okay, what else do we want to talk about in this? Let's wrap this up. Uh, anyway, so Abigail... Abby. Abby. <laughs> we're, on a, she, we're on a friendly basis. We are. So Abby, she's like had a long night. Her best friend's getting married. She had to see daddy and all these other people. She's got a, like a whole flood of memories that she left this island to get away from. And then she goes into her room and then somebody has already been in there. Dun, dun, dun. And they posted up this article from the newspaper that says that the sheriff's wife went on a killing spree. Yep. And then she tears it down and she looks scared. And then it's like, dun, dun, dun. And it sounds like somebody's coming in the door. Right. That's the end of episode That's one. the end of it. That's the cliffhanger, which is a weird cliffhanger because I don't know what it means. Yeah. We just established through text, like the show told us that a man named John Wakefield was the murderer. And now you're... Did like, did people think that it was her mom and then it wasn't? But maybe it really was? Oh, maybe, maybe it was. They thought it was the mom who did like a murder-suicide thing. And then we learn later it's John Wakefield and we find out who the hell John Wakefield is. Or maybe we're privy to knowledge that the real world isn't and that nobody knows that john wakefield did it except for us because we got to read the text on the screen well that seems weird no they, they wouldn't do that. that that wouldn't make any sense seems counterintuitive okay so, anyway so anyway for some reason that's a big twist at the end of this and that's the show okay morgan as much as we love to make fun of bad tv we also believe every show has a silver lining and that's why we always have to find something that we genuinely unironically enjoyed it's time to say something nice <laughs> All right, so we went into this one being optimistic, saying like we were going to pick a show that has a good reputation that just got canceled too quickly. This has a 7.5 on IMDb. It is pretty well liked. It has a 96% like people liked this on Google. Mm -hmm. So uh, this was a a well-liked show. Do you feel like it was deserving of that? And and say something nice. I think it has the potential for it being a 7.5 for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say it off the pilot just because it's the curse of the pilot. Yeah. There's so much that they're, they have, they to, have to set up so much. The groundwork there's, is too, there's too many characters. Yeah. But I do, they did accomplish. So here's one thing that they really did accomplish. Well, our mm-hmm. main character, Abby immediately liked, mm-hmm. I, I felt like I gelled with her right away. Um, and, and I guess not John Mulaney. I did give him shit for being kind of like his charm. Not, he's not, not charming. He's just kind of a goob. Yeah, which I kind of like. Yeah, like, I'm, I, but that doesn't mean that I'm not rooting for him. I'm definitely rooting for yeah, him. Yeah, I feel like he's he's a kind of character that would normally be cast as just like a handsome asshole. And he's more like a goofy, lovable guy. I would go with, I feel like he would normally be cast as one of his friends, but he got the chance to be the lead in this. No, that, I'm saying that character would have been cast. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he is more char- he is more of a itself. side character looking kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um but I think they I think they accomplished what they needed to accomplish right off the bat. Like I I think we know who who we're rooting against and who we're rooting for. Right. So that's my something nice. <laughs> is that they established what they're going for? Also, I like the premise. I like I like a who done it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for that. Uh yeah, well I'm going to say first we already said it, but the kills in it were cool. Yeah. Um, which I was excited for. I love slasher movies and slasher TV shows, I guess. I don't, I don't, can't think of any that I watch, but. Scream Queens. 
Yeah, Scream Queens is okay, and Scream, this series, is okay. They're both just all right. Anyway, the kills were fun. The yeah, the all the cast was pretty good. It was a there was just yeah. a ton of like recognizable actors on mm-hmm. it. They nope. just haven't been given really anything to do yet. Yeah, that's the the big problem with it was just that there was so much to introduce in one episode. I feel like this probably should have been like a two part. Yeah, for sure. Setup because when they do the the cliffhanger, it doesn't feel earned because you're like, I barely even know what's happening yet. You can't be like, and now can't can't wait to see what happens next week, right? And you're like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens with the rest of this setup. Like, I I don't even feel like we're finished. Yeah, we should have had a moment with Abby really getting into her shit. Yeah, I mean, they had they gave us a little bit, but we definitely needed more. Yeah, so. I wouldn't say it's like a negative. It just is. It it it, it makes me want to watch more of it because I don't know mm-hmm. enough yet. But yeah, I would say, like Morgan, I would hesitantly say I feel like this is on track to be a show that I I would like. Mm-hmm. But amazing wasn't quite there yet. But the good thing that I would say is that it has kills and has a solid, enjoyable cast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would you watch another episode? Yeah, I would. I think that was a bold, and you alluded to it at the beginning that they, uh, the show's known for not holding back on murdering right. uh, people that you would like to see more of. And I think killing they do that Uncle with, Fun Dude. Yeah, you definitely did not see him coming. I didn't see him because because they took that moment to be like introducing the fact that he had a gun and all this shit ton of money and that he is, um, he's integral to keeping his nephew safe i guess in a way not necessarily safe but he's there he's the only person who's going to have his nephew's back right and then now he's gone right and he's one of the more recognizable actors yeah from this first episode Mm -hmm. um yeah one of the interesting things that i read about the show was that all of the actors on the show were signed for 13 episodes and were not told when their character was going (laughs) to die until they shot it so even the actors wouldn't know when they were going to die that's pretty cool which would be a bummer if you died in the first episode (laughs) But if you were signed for 13 episodes... Yeah, you would still get paid for it. Yeah, I would hope you'd get... That would be in your contract. Probably. Yeah. Which is crazy, but... Maybe right. they, maybe they'll have like look, like pop up as in like re- remember this guy mm-hmm. like remember when Uncle Fun Time did this and then it shows him doing something. Stay tuned for our, our <laughs> other feature film, Uncle Fun Time. <laughs> so yeah, I enjoyed this. I do want to watch another episode. I'd like to see. It looks like they get um, on IMDb if you go through their episodes. Like after the first like three or four episodes, they start to get better. Mm-hmm. Like this one was like only a seven point two, but then later they have like they're more around in the eights. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes sense. This seems like it probably takes a while to get into this world, to get into the swing of things, and to start caring about the characters for it actually to start being like, oh shit, I can't believe that person got yeah, killed. Absolutely. And oh shit, I know what the story of this is because I still don't even know there was a there was a guy and maybe he's back a murderer. Yeah, because they there was one point. Oh, when she goes when when she goes to the tree at the very beginning and looks uh, at oh, it and remembers. Yeah, we when she gets taken to her, uh, not John Mulaney comes up and is like, "Well, why are you over here? This is not a good place for you emotionally." So he escorts her away. But as the camera's pulling out, we see somebody standing in the foreground. Somebody that's probably a killer. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Cut the shit, right? Yeah, we're going to cut the let's shit, cut Michael. That shit. Michael, let's cut some shit. Morgan, what do you got to recommend this week? Oh, boy. What do I have to recommend this week? <laughs> I can't week? believe that you don't have something to recommend. Oh, what are we going to talk about? Um, What about a slasher movie that you like? 
What's Slash? Do I even like slasher films? Yeah. About House on Sorority Row. What no. about... Guys, you ever seen The Scream? <laughs> you recommend Scream? Um, or just all of them. Okay. Well, with the exception of... Three. We're not going to talk about three. Three doesn't exist. That's the one thing I want from my slasher films, is I like the levity uh-huh. that Scream introduced to us. Um, I feel like that's what the British dude is supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be more of a comic character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Uh-huh. So we just need to give him some more time. Yeah. I just, it Although, helps. we didn't even say that scene. There's a crazy scene where uh, him and, and the Carl's Jr. girl go swimming in the in the, the lake. lake. And she's like, oh, no, I'm drowning. And he goes to save her. And then he gets pulled under. And, of course, it's the classic yeah, she was fake just out. she was just playing, which has never been a funny joke ever. Yeah, I, I don't understand why this happens in every single movie where people pretend they are drowning and then pull somebody else under. That's not funny. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't think it's funny either. But how he reacts is that he shoves her under the water and like for a moment it looks like he's like gonna murder, murder her because he's like dead in his eyes. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And then she comes back up and she's like, Dude, that's not cool. And I was like. That is not cool, but you just did the same exact shit. Yeah. So maybe we should call it even. Yeah. But anyway, for the most of the rest of the show, he's kind of the goofy, jovial character. I I was saying that he's British David Spade. Um, Which is fair. But anyway, if you've never seen uh, a Scream, which I feel like I've run into some people who have not seen a Scream. If you haven't Scrum. Get out there and Scrum, guys. (laughs) Fucking Scrum. They are delightful and uh, effective. Did you say you met people that haven't seen it? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Not everybody loves that kind of stuff, but... Absolutely. And I think people, just from a cultural standpoint, might think that it's dumb. Because it's, cause it's well, a they teen... they're wrong. Well, I, I know. They're Michael, wrong. Michael, sit down. Calm down. Um, because it's a teen that was in the, the, the era of teen horror films, which yeah. are, you know... Trash. Exactly. Uh, anyway, get scrummed. Morgan, me. <laughs> Morgan, of, out stamp of approval uh yeah so speaking of teen slasher garbage i love it so i got plenty to recommend Mm -hmm. um since you didn't recommend it i'll just recommend house on sorority row because it's awesome and it's one of the more clever and well-written slasher movies from the 80s um and i don't really even want to tell you anything about it because it has a really a lot of really clever twists in there um, and Morgan really liked it when she watched it, so I don't know why she's acting like she doesn't, but... You're going to have to remember, or remind me of which one. <laughs> so, it's a bunch of girls in a sorority that their <gasps> friend oh, with... drowns in a pool. Yeah, okay, and then... Okay, yeah, 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 and yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. I won't say it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, stuff, I did. I did and then like other it. stuff happens. Uh, yeah, if you like fun, clever, twisty... And I don't remember... I don't think it's, like, super violent. And it has a cool killer. He has, like, a... He, like, dresses like the Joker. Mm-hmm. Anyway, watch that Watch that movie. It's cool. I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or if you just want to say hi. Links to recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. And hey, you know what, guys? I haven't said it in a while, but leave us a review. Come on. Guys. Oh, and you know what? If you do... We got stickers. We do have stickers, guys. Guys, we have they stickers came in. now. They're hot off the presses. We got stickers for you. If you listen to this show and you like it, just uh, just uh, send us a message on Twitter and we'll we'll hook it up for free, one hundred percent free. Yeah, stickers. Just, we're gonna need your address and your social security number. But though. other than that, super free. Yeah, um, maybe a kidney or two. With our sweet new logo designed by uh, Sean Matthew Leary. 
We are proud members of Podfix, the Podfix Network. You can follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Is that it? I think that's it. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Backy. from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. I don't know. Why don't we ask Turtle Top? Thank you for joining us today, Turtle Top. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> uh, it's me, John Turtle Top. <laughs>